If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to the marketplace. Coming up, independent power producers meet today to decide way forward after government failed to make good on promise. To pay part of his debt, which would hit 2.2 billion cities at the end of this month. Also coming up, a, dip- a different view. We'll hear from finance expert Dr. Benjamin Amar, who is optimistic the marginal increase in the policy rate would rather control inflation and have a minimal impact on businesses. Businesses will not necessarily increase prices because of a 50 basis point increase in policy rate. I don't think banks will quickly also increase their loan rate. Plus, hospitality industry players call for regulation of activities of Airbnb operators as clients complain of poor standards. My name is Daryl Powell. Thanks for being with us. Details coming up.
And thanks for staying with us, everyone. First up, independent power producers are meeting today to decide the way forward over debts owed them by government. Joy Business is learning that the debt owed the IPPs would hit $2.2 billion by the end of this month. The unhappy IPPs have threatened to stop supplying power to the national grid because government has breached its promise to settle part of the debt. On Zoom with me is energy strategist and CEO of Eureka, uh, an energy consultancy firm. Uh, good afternoon to you, uh, Dr. Yusuf Suleimana. Thanks for joining us. So uh, $2.2 billion at the end of this month. The debt keeps mounting, and it is worrying. Yeah, good afternoon, Daryl, and good afternoon to Charles Joyce uh, in Ghana across the globe. Yeah, indeed, that's, that's so worrying and so disturbing um, to the extent that up to now we, we seem not to be having a way, a way out of this situation. And I, I find it quite unfortunate um, because if you look at the time the IPP started, you know, uh, threatening uh, since last month, you know, the month uh, gravitated to an end only for a last-minute deal, uh, a sort of a deal to be reached in a way but it appears that um, whatever was reached, you know, one party is not living up to expectation. In, in this case, the government of Ghana, uh, through the finance ministry, we are told, is, is, is not uh, living up to expectation. And I want to just sound this bit of caution that um, um, it appears we, 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 we are not appreciating the gravity of the situation that we are facing here. Uh, if, if you notice, if you roll back, you noted we had quite a, a number of hitches uh, within the power sector. And I'm saying that the power sector is gravitating towards a difficult terrain if you don't handle it well. And, and the reason why I'm saying that, if, if, if you monitor what's going on now, um, Ghana, in our peak demand, whatever we consume on peak demand, at least around 7 to 8 p.m., is almost equal to what is available uh, in this case. So, and, and if, you, if you're in that situation, it means that you are sitting on tender hooks, number one. That, number two, 60, 60, I mean, 65 to 70% of our generation is still being occupied by thermal mix. And gas is a carrier. I mean, the main, main conduit that supply, I mean, that supply energy to carry out this kind of uh, power generation. And the IPPs are in, in the center of all this, in the thermal mix. So if we are not able to handle that because of, I mean, financial weaknesses from our side, we're not able to handle that. And they live up to, you know, the threats that they previously promised. And they stay the course on that. We're going to have difficulties. So I just think that we are not putting our monies where our mouth is. We have to prioritize because they can't give you power and then you can't you are you are unable to repay back. That that is not acceptable. And and the negotiation is also not encouraging. Um all lookers are all lookers are watching and I think what is what is coming out is not something that is that is very encouraging, especially to the extent that now we don't have any play card inside. That makes you wonder how these IPPs are surviving and still being able to supply us with power amid this mountain debt. This looks like a ticking time bomb. Indeed, um, we, indeed we are sitting on, uh, on tenterhooks, like I mentioned. So um, what, what I'll urge the Minister of Finance to do is to try to engage them, really. Because I think there hasn't been any major breakthrough between Minister of Finance and the IPPs. Mm. I mean, I think they use ECG to fund. And ECG came out with some, some something on the table that was pleasing to them, but it all it, 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 it's, all, it's all beginning to appear that it's vaporizing the thin air. Because as we speak now, uh, they are having emergency meeting to see the way forward, and nobody knows what this, the outcome of this meeting. We are just watching to to, to to find out what the meeting is going to be. But I suspect it's not going to be something positive. What I'm saying, what I'm what I'm, what I'm gathering is that they, they might be beginning to 
put another threat on the table. But um, I will urge that cool heads should prevail. Because like I mentioned earlier on, uh, Daryl, mm. our, past, our past situation is not good. And we have to have a firm handle on our revenue generation mix. And I think ECG have started and they are doing something quite substantial and they are doing well. So we just have to make sure that, I mean, this inherent inefficiency that we have within our generation, I mean, our trans, uh, special distribution mix, we kept them. Because this, is the, they, this has been the root cause of all this. If you give you power and then you cannot return the power back, I mean, you, it, it means that you're just going to collapse business. And I always mention that we can't we can afford to allow the distribution chain to bring down all the value chains. That would be dangerous. And so going forward, and the problem may seem to be multi-layered or multifaceted. Because like I mentioned earlier on, Darrell, the thermal generation mix is as a result of gas. Mm. And if you notice last time, when a trouble went down briefly, we, we, we almost were subjected to doing so. It does tell us that the gas is what is very important. And I'm also gathering information that the WAPCO guys or West African gas pipeline are also threatening. So what are we doing to ourselves? It means that we have to tackle the bull by the bull. So it means that even if you have the gas and these WAPCO guys close the valve, it's going to be another issue. So it's, it, it's all, everything is boiling to the fact that somebody somewhere is holding the whole sector hostage. And if money is not released and released on um, on agency basis, I think we we'll, 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 we'll could run into difficult times if you are not careful, Darren. You see, the challenge, though, is the government is broke. Even if they wanted to prioritize this, they don't have the money. <laughs> Darryl, the question is, where has the money gone to? That's very interesting. Because we consume the power. <laughs> that, that's very interesting. So um, we can't, we just have to prioritize. I mean, we can't say we don't have the money. What we need to do, like I mentioned, Are you on, Yusuf? Yeah, okay. That is sorry. Um, um, Let's let just prioritize and make sure that we we put the money where it is important. Because so is not anything that anybody wants to go through. And we all know what so. I mean, what counts with so when it hits. And so um, we can't say we don't have the money. Yes, we are in difficult time. But let's, let's, um, let, let's, let's kind of uh, put up a kind of a spirited negotiation ability with respect to the IPPs. I think what is happening now, the negotiation between IPPs and the Ministry of Finance is not moving. There's yeah. a huge inertia. It's quite disturbing. You know, so if something is not pledged or you, ple- you, you, you pledge on something and you don't meet that, it's just going to be a problem. And, and that is. So um, going forward, holistically, we have to look at the entire chain and make sure that we enhance efficiencies within the chain. Other than that, I mean, power given to you and you end able to return the money back to those who will give you the power. It's just not sustainable. It cannot work that way. Well, the government is getting set to uh, present this media budget. Uh, one of the things that you have said is that there should be a clear-cut plan uh, to deal with this challenge with the IPPs. What would that plan be? Yeah, so... That- Yes, so that, that was uh, one of the points that I recommended. Because when I, look, when I looked at the power situation, I noticed that um, that, wasn't the, the, that wasn't good. And I'm just saying that, um, in fact, even before this meeting came, what I was you know, thinking or projecting or suspecting, that whatever we could not agree upon would come back to hit us. So it didn't take a long time that this is coming again. So what I want to urge the government of Ghana and through the Minister of Finance, um, we know we are constrained. That's certainly so. 
but we need to have a framework, a plan, a, a clear plan in place, where we have to dedicate some amount of money to be able to take care of power that is given out. If we yeah. can, it's not a wish up. Because if you don't do that, uh, David, we're going to just ground the whole power sector into a hole, and that's not going to be good. How, how do we do that? I want to urge that gas, as I mentioned, has only been the conduit. And so Ghana gas, the uptime Ghana gas has to be consistent. Um, at this moment in time, if Ghana gas at any point in time falls short in, in their ability to supply gas, number one, or if the carrier of the gas or the conduit through this gas moves to the utility point, which is at this moment, number two, if we are not able to meet these two things, it's going to be difficult. So in the budget, what I expect is that these are crucial things, and energy is key, you know, to economic survival of every nation. It's a lot, is a is a lifeblood. I mean, the lifeline, you know, to every economy. So, the clear cut, the clear cut plan that I want the budget to try to address is to have a framework, and the framework is that let's ensure that we have continued gas supply. That cannot, that no, that is not negotiable because of the fact that sixty to seventy percent of our generation mix is still the thermal mix. And that will mean that Ghana gas uptime has to be consistent. That's number one. Number two, I also, I also urge that, I mean, we, begin, we have to begin to diversify our generation portfolio in, in a way that if we had actually other alternatives to, let's say, the thermal mix in terms of renewables, I think this perpetual pressure would have minimized. So um, going forward, this is just what the government needs to do. Just let's put our our money where our mouth is. And in this case, we just have to do everything possible to avoid doing so. And avoiding doing so means that we need to be deliberate. We need to allot the capital that is required, you know, to be able to meet, to be able to meet the power sector requirements. Quick one, 30 seconds. You say the sector cannot also afford any new taxes. Yeah, indeed. Um, um, especially, I was much particular about the petroleum sector of a sort, uh, because I, I see that it is loaded, and any attempt to put in any more new taxes is, is, is going to just make the already uh, exacerbate the already precarious situation. So what I want to urge is that we need to think about propelling economic growth. You know, high taxes on the price build-up will just make this product very expensive. We can do something. I mean, we already have quite a number of taxes. If we can't take out any of the taxes, let's just, you know, resist the temptation of putting more, in more taxes. Because that, what it will do is that it will skyrocket home, home prices. And also the world market is something, something that is not certain. And so um, that's why I urge that in this budget, I, I, I just want to urge that they should resist the temptation of putting any more taxes within the price building. I don't know if we just uh, worsen the situation. Great to talk to you as always, uh, Dr. Isi Suleimana, uh, energy strategist, also uh, president of Eureka, which is an energy consultancy firm. Appreciate your time with us. Now, senior finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Benjamin Amwa, says the marginal policy rate hike will not have a harsh impact on businesses. The Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana on Monday increases policy rate by 50 basis points to 30%. Meanwhile, Dr. Amar believes a marginal increase would rather aid in the quest to control inflation. He spoke to Joy Business. One would not expect a sudden increase in the rates that banks will charge their customers who come in for loans and facilities that are hinged on the MPC rate. So, yes, it is an increase, but it's marginal. We will not be seeing higher hikes 
in rates going forward. So banks can plan. It's going to be marginal. It's going to be marginal. Businesses will not necessarily increase prices because of a 50 basis point increase in policy rate. I don't think banks will quickly also increase their loan rate because of a 50. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 50%, a 50 basis point increase in height. It, it, it will lead by it to not be that marginal like what we're seeing 150 basis point and 200 basis point increase. Those are quite, you know, huge jumps. But we are not seeing it this, in this instance. So we expect it to be gradual. Yeah. Uh, also in the bulletin this afternoon, players in the hospitality industry are calling on the Ghana Tourism Authority to streamline activities of Airbnb operators. The Airbnb operators have been accused of advertising spaces to customers that do not meet the demands of clients when they arrive at the premises. Joining us uh, is President of the Ghana Hotels Association, Edward Akanyameke Jr., uh, to discuss this. Great to have you on the marketplace. So, uh, first question, are there standards for Airbnb operators here in Ghana at all? Thank you, Barry, for the opportunity as usual. As far as I know, and as far as the association is concerned, we have no information or idea about the regulation of Airbnb as far as the accommodation space is concerned. Wow. So what are some of the complaints you hear uh, from customers who patronize Airbnb and how are those complaints uh, tarnishing Ghana's hospitality industry? Well, then I must confess, it's not in the form of complaints from uh, users of MBAB services, but it's just our own considerations on the issues on the ground. Because to begin with, uh, there are security issues when it comes to accommodation. There are safety issues when it comes to accommodation. There are revenue issues in terms of taxes as well, okay? So with all these, and then of course there are regulation issues, regulatory issues as well. Mm. Airbnb is not captured by any of this, which means that 
When an international visitor comes to the country and then uses the services of Airbnb and something goes wrong, it tarnishes the image of the country, it affects our tourism destination campaign, it affects our numbers as well, and of course, it tarnishes the image of the accommodation industry. You know that Airbnb has been in the system for the past 2008. I mean, talking about the global Airbnb. I don't know how long it has been in Ghana. But this, this is a conversation that has gone on for quite some time. And I think we've gotten to a point where we need to deal with it. Frankly, I don't even know whether it comes under the Ghana Authority or it comes under direct control because there are implications based on where each, uh, each uh, system uh, co controls. But if it's under the tourism industry, then it will be treated specifically as an accommodation enterprise, play, uh, the fair play field for everybody. You see, uh, we are all talking about the development of tourism in the country, and we've been contributing our quota through taxes, through levies, and this is from money that we receive from our clients, and that goes into the rates that we charge. So if somebody is receiving uh, revenue and is not paying any form of taxes or levies, it's not about they being there. After all, we need, we need accommodation for the, uh, the, the visitors that will be coming to the country at any time. And the minister mentioned at our next meeting that he's trying to even push for 100,000 rooms, hotel rooms in 10 years. Okay. So it means that there will be definitely be the need for rooms, but not under the circumstances that Airbnb is operating at. That's not the kind of accommodation space that we are looking for uh, to develop the industry. Well, this came up um, at your National Executive Committee meeting. Um, and so I just wanted to find out, is this something you're going to push? Well, Daryl, the interesting thing is that we've made our case very clear on this matter. If you go into the archives, uh, we've had the opportunity to talk about this. For me, it's about those in authority. And uh, as I said, I don't even know whether it's a GTA that should spearhead it or the red control or any other uh, public agency. But whoever it is, we need to deal with it. So, like, you've given me this opportunity to talk about this. I hope somebody is listening to take the right step to ensure that there's sanity in the system. Budget is coming up next week. Um, one of the things the Hotels Association is concerned about is taxes, right? Yeah, you are right. You are right. And let me expand it by saying that we all appreciate the situation we find ourselves in. We all appreciate that we, we, we are in distress and we need to come out of it. But our point is that we need to approach this with a human face. I think we are losing that human touch to solving the problem. And you see, we are beginning to hide under technology, under digitalization, to impose all kinds of interesting taxes and levies on people. Darrell, let me talk about property rates now. I'm sure you know that GRA has taken our property rates and it's under my assembly.gov. Exactly. Now, if you go on that system and you can take our property rate and it's under my assembly.gov, exactly. Now, if you go on that system and we would have expected that we had a, a holistic picture of what is going on. 
Because, you see, when what we would have expected that we had a, a holistic picture of what is going on. Because, you see, when, what, before you go, that COVID-19 1% levy that we are still paying, I hope that when the minister... Get a listening ear. Well, also, the Ashanti Regional Minister, Simon Osemes, has touted the sound investment opportunities in the region, especially in the real estate and hospitality industries. He says the sectors are receiving some support from the government, though the economy is bedeviled with debt servicing and other capital expenditure challenges. The minister believes private investments in housing and tourism will be profitable to investors. Here's more in this report. The real estate sector and hospitality industries have not been spared the brute effect of the COVID-19 pandemic. The slow economic growth has compounded the challenges. However, the country's increasing urbanization rates will require significant investment in housing and the hospitality sector. Ashanti Regional Minister Simon Osei-Mensah wants the private sector to take the task of property development to accommodate the speedy rise of population. He is speaking at the grand opening of Veronique Heights Apartments in Kumasi. It presents a lot of opportunities for real estate development in country and especially in the Ashanti region. Uh, as you might be aware, when you come to Ashanti region, especially Kumasi, we don't have such finished apartments, many of them. We have just some few. Uh, so adding this one to the few that we have in this region uh, is going to boost the tourism and then the hospitality industry. The standard is very high. You can find a standard to be equal to whatever you find across the group. Any time I find the private sector developing like this, uh, I'm in choose. I'm, I'm very happy because they are contributing towards the fast development of the country. The Veronique Heights Apartments contains fully furnished service apartments for rent, short or long-term stay. Asante Hine's Hiahine or Hineba Professor Bwachi Ejei Abibu observed similar apartments in the Kumasi metropolis have fallen apart as a result of poor maintenance. He wants Veronique Heights to live up to its name. We've seen how so many complexes and structures and industries and, and uh, organizations have been established but they didn't live to last as long as we had hoped for. Maintenance is very critical to sustain any development. Chief Executive Officer of Veronique Heights, Ernest Sahine, says such ultra-modern and multi-purpose apartments with attractive scenery will give Kumase a facelift. The construction of Veronique Heights is meant to give Kumase a difference in the apartment service industry. For Joy Business, Mona Lisa Frimpon reporting. And that's our bulletin uh, this afternoon. A quick run through our top stories uh, on our website, myjoonline.com forward slash business. Policy rate to be kept at 30% at next MPC meeting. That's according to First Solutions, their prediction. Um, you can read more about that on our website, myjoonline.com forward slash business. Because, you see, when what we would have expected that we had a, a holistic picture of what is going on. Because, you see, when what before you go, that COVID-19 1% levy that we are still paying, 
I hope that when the minister... Get a listening ear. Well, also, the Ashanti Regional Minister, Simon Osemes, has touted the sound investment opportunities in the region, especially in the real estate and hospitality industries. He says the sectors are receiving some support from the government, though the economy is bedeviled with debt servicing and other capital expenditure challenges. The minister believes private investments in housing and tourism will be profitable to investors. Here's more in this report. The real estate sector and hospitality industries have not been spared the brute effect of the COVID-19 pandemic. The slow economic growth has compounded the challenges. However, the country's increasing urbanization rates will require significant investment in housing and the hospitality sector. Ashanti Regional Minister Simon Osaimensan wants the private sector to take the task of property development to accommodate the speedy rise of population. He is speaking at the grand opening of Veronique Heights Apartments in Kumasi. It presents a lot of opportunities for real estate development in country and especially in the Ashanti region. Uh, as you might be aware, when you come to Ashanti region, especially Kumasi, we don't have such finished apartments, many of them. We have just some few. Uh, so adding this one to the few that we have in this region uh, is going to boost maybe tourism and then the hospitality industry. The standard is very high. You can find a standard to be equal to whatever you find across the group. Any time I find the private sector developing like this, uh, I'm enthused. I'm, I'm very happy because they are contributing towards the fast development of the country. The Veronique Heights Apartments contains fully furnished service apartments for rent, short or long-term stay. Asante Hine's Hiahine, or Hineba Professor Bwachi Ejei Abibu, observed similar apartments in the Kumasi metropolis have fallen apart as a result of poor maintenance. He wants Veronique Heights to live up to its name. We've seen how so many complexes and structures and industries and, and uh, organizations have been established, but they didn't live to last as long as we had hoped for. Maintenance is very critical to sustain any development. Chief Executive Officer of Veronique Heights, Ernest Sahene, says such ultra-modern and multi-purpose apartment with attractive scenery will give Kumase a facelift. The construction of Veronique Heights is meant to give Kumase a difference in the apartment service industry. For Joy Business, Mona Lisa Frimpon reporting. And that's our bulletin uh, this afternoon. A quick run through our top stories uh, on our website, myjoonline.com forward slash business. Policy rate to be kept at 30% at next MPC meeting. That's according to Fish Solutions, their prediction. Um, you can read more about that on our website, myjoonline.com forward slash business. Thanks for watching. We'll be back same time tomorrow. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 